Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And I have Marina Hoffman here with me again today. We wanted, we've been unpacking Mary. I, I know that's all you hear me talk about, so much about Mary, but it, she is such an important figure in our lives, isn't she? She's taught us so much, and the Bible is real. It's up to date. It's the most powerful book you'll ever read. And so I just can't get enough of Mary, but same with Marina. So, Marina, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's really good. You you always bring such great joy and just your heart. You understand overcoming fear, overcoming trauma, and your your bravery and your courage is just fascinating to me. Um, I know you've been through a, a car accident. You're a mom. Um, you you work. You're always working. I'm just amazed by you. Um, thank you for just being good, you know, faithful to the Lord. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for serving the Lord. It's it's so important. Well, you're so kind, and I think the tragedy that I've been through helps me focus on really what matters in life. And I think when it all comes down to it, trying to reach out to others, help them in their pain and suffering, bringing a bit of joy in life to my family, to the people around me, I think that's where we really find meaning in the times we're living through. It's so true. You know, I I thought today we would talk about um, rebuilding our lives through community. You know, Mary taught us a lot kind of about overcoming anxiety because she was told, don't be afraid. So she must have been afraid. Um, But, you know, trusting God can give us confidence to move forward your journey. Let's talk about that a little bit where you overcame some fear, some anxiety. How do you you get into community when you're dealing yourself with fear, anxiety or depression? How How do we rebuild through community when we're struggling ourselves with those things? Well, I think the first step really is to admit that we're struggling and admit that there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of obstacles today to create community. And I remember when I was terrified just to text someone because I was so afraid of the rejection. And, you know, especially today, you can be rejected simply by how long the person takes to respond to you, not even knowing why they might be delayed or what they might be doing. So I think the first step is to say it's really scary to reach out in personal and human ways again and yet to fix our eyes on the reward. We might need to try a few times for a few friends, but if we find someone who's willing to have those real life conversations in person time with us that's where we find the greatest human connection and that gives us meaning in life and so you talk about that you actually even had to take a time in your life to go off social media and spend time with humans like actually with people or to reject electronic friendships unpack that for us just a little bit Yes, it was fun. I was teaching a course at the university, and I decided to challenge the students for extra credit to do anything that they want, just to find something that will make their life better in any way, and that would be their extra credit. So a lot of people picked social media or maybe health and exercise. Well, Jennifer, you won't be surprised. I like to do things with my class, so I decided to do it as well. 
And I thought, oh, I spend too much time on social media, but I'm not really addicted, but I'll get off it for two months. Oh, my goodness. It was so hard. And I will admit that alongside getting off social media for me, it was not a relief. I felt so depressed. I thought, I don't have any friends. All the people that talk to me almost daily on social media, Facebook, they did not reach out to me at all. Mm. So I'm thankful that a lot of students are liberated by that. But for me, it was a very hard path because I had to start over again. I had to make all new friends. But, you know, as time went by, months and a couple of years, I did. I really replaced my friends. It's kind of sad. But, you know, the Facebook-like friends were replaced by real friends who would have coffee with me and give me hugs and pray for me. And, of course, that's so much richer. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about friendship and human connection. How, how did you initiate those friendships? What do you have certain standards or things that you're looking for in a friend? And, I mean, what do you think is realistic? How many friends should we have? For me, I thought about who I'd like to spend a lot of time with and who I kind of look up to and who, and that corresponds with someone whose life was a little bit similar to my own. And I would just, you know, go old school and say, hey, do you want to get our families together sometime? And I probably admitted, I know that's weird and crazy and uncommon, but if you're interested, I would love to. And I think two or three people did not really take the bite. They just thought it was funny. But uh, two or three people definitely did, and they became best, best family friends. And um, during the time of COVID, when the world was so shut down and isolated, those friends were just life-giving to me. I don't know how I would have made it without them. So I just went old school, Jennifer. I just asked people if they would like to get together in real life. I think that's wonderful. You know, I I tell the girls a lot. I just say, hey, invite people over even if your house is messy. Even if your car is messy, it doesn't matter. Just invite them over. Don't let, this, don't let perfection keep us from doing things uh, with one another. I, I wonder, you know, with Mary and Elizabeth, getting together and I mean she stayed there for three months did, you know did Elizabeth have a spare bedroom or were they you know sleeping on the you know you just wonder how I wonder what that looked like you know yeah absolutely but that's a lot of the real life isn't it I think we can lose touch with that maybe in the teen years and college years people do things more like that they get together they get too tired to go home so they just crash at each other's houses but I think those are some of the greatest memories we have of that time in our life and I I think that's another really important clue to moving forward even though there's fear and risk involved in building friendships if you look over your past what are the best memories you have I would not think that any of our listeners today are thinking about the time they like to post on social media because those things are so satisfactory, but they're so fleeting. They only they only make things better in the moment and how rich and wonderful to have real friendships and real connections. And, you know, um, our world is suffering without those real connections that we've just broken off in so many ways, but it only takes one person to rebuild it. So again, I think if a lot of our listeners today are willing to do something like start a Bible study or have a, a ladies' coffee morning or guys' Bible study, guys meeting at the gym, whatever people want to do, just bring others into it. It can transform the lives of ourselves and of our families. And Jennifer, I've lived through that transformation. You really have. You know, I think about Mary because she she was living counterculturally. You know, she was probably ridiculed or rejected and because she said, I'm, I'm going to 
let people know that I've had a child by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, it was so different, and yet she's choosing to carry the Savior of the world. I think about that, um, how blessed she was and, and favored that she was. How do, do you think the difficulties or even maybe being different from other people because of what God's called you to do, does that actually um, help us to be more grateful? I think in a sense, but whether or not it drives us to be grateful, I think that it gives us deep satisfaction. And I think of no, of Jonah. You know, he hears from the Lord. He knows God's will, but he runs the other way. And just as he's in that boat, the storms come, he's tossing around. I think that's a picture of what our lives are when we don't follow God's plan. We're just tossing about in the storm, not really sure how we're going to survive, not really sure which way is up. But when we say we're going to choose to live how we believe is right, we're going to live according to our faith and our family, and we're going to put those two values first, what an anchor and grounding that gives us. And I think that in itself is what makes life better, and that in itself is our blessing, so that when the hard times come, we anchor ourselves at the end of the day by being surrounded by people who love us and who we love and who will be there long after the storm passes. That's so good. You know, we just have just a little bit of time left, but tell us about being a mom. Tell us about how you want to pass on, um, in, you know, just in a couple of minutes here, how you want to pass on the, the Lord and the love for the Lord at this season and just traditions or things that you're doing. Yeah, I went through a lot of soul searching when I first had Willow because I just was trying to take all the advice of everyone and the Internet, and I was just driving myself crazy, and it wasn't working well. We didn't have a peaceful home. And I went through a time, two or three months, where I stepped back and I said, what do I really value? And it's not going to surprise you. I came to faith and family, of course. But then I asked myself, well, what does that really mean? If I value faith above all and family above all, how am I showing that? And to me, Jennifer, that was life-changing because it was such a motivation and drive to put God first in everything. For example, if I valued faith, was I praying with my daughter every day? Was I reading scripture with her? If I valued family, was I spending time with her, unrushed, present time? Was I choosing her over the email that came in or the job that had to be done or cleaning and all these other things that can distract us as parents? So for me, I'm realizing that faith and family really was the most important to me and then trying to live a life where that was authentically played out in my daughter's world. Mm -hmm. That is so important, isn't it? Just to take the time to really appreciate the people closest to us and try to spend the time with them and just pass on that love and hope from the Lord to them. Well, Marina Hoffman, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm Jennifer Jackson. You have been listening to Simply for Women, and that's Marina Hoffman. You can find her on social media, and she has a study just about Mary at Christmas time. That'll warm your heart if you haven't done a study like that already. Well, I want to connect with you. I hope you will send me an email. The whole purpose of this piece of the show is just to really encourage your faith, to mentor you, to just to help us to see that we can keep growing in the Lord, draw near to him, that he is real. He is with us. He is Emmanuel. His word is alive. It's true, sharper than a two-edged sword. And I want to challenge you to keep going, keep going strong, keep running the race close to the Lord because he is with you. Emmanuel, God with you. 
Well, I'm Jennifer. That was Marina Hoffman. And you have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.